Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Conversations Podcast. We want to thank you so much for tuning in to this latest episode. We really appreciate all the support that we've been getting, everyone who's listening. We thank you so much. Um, We're just, you know, doing this for the glory of Elohim, for the glory of the kingdom, to help spread his message. So we pray that you continue to listen and we pray that we continue to bring so much uh, information and light to you to help your life. Um, and to just help, you know, spread the kingdom message throughout the world uh, as it is our mandate. So once again, thank you and shalom. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Conversations podcast. I am here joined once again with my co-host Derek Anderson Jr. How are you doing today, Derek? And I'm great. Refreshed and ready to live out the king's will and ready to talk about it. That's what I'm ready for. <laughs> that's good that's good uh as always i'm octavian fulton and i'm definitely ready to do the same thing man it's definitely a blessing to be alive man um i don't know if you saw uh in the news today but it was uh news going on that this famous rapper uh died today but the major thing about it was is that he was only he had just turned 21 years old uh, a week ago and uh he passed and you know, I was talking to my wife about it. I was like, man, this, you know, it's really tragic. Could you imagine, you know, uh, that age? I mean, you, for the normal person, you just turned 18. So you probably leaving, going to college. You get out of college. I mean, you go to college, get out. You're about 20, 21 then. You know, that's really that age where your life is really kind of, you know, taking off, you know, getting started, really going. You know, 21 is such a... Really, really, that's no time, man. 21 years, that's, that's no time, especially with realizing how fast time goes by today. So that was really, really, really uh, tragic. So with that being said, what my point was, was just it's just still a blessing to be here, you know. Uh, young and my parents used to say all the time, man, you know, uh, it's not just old people dying, you know, the young and the old dying, uh, especially how the world is today because that uh, particular person, you know, uh, he died of, a seizure, but and they're saying that the cause might be uh, drug use. So the devil is uh, really busy out here, especially in this music, hip hop, and all that other stuff. The messages that they have in it, you know, if you're not a uh, a person uh, that's strong-minded, even those who are strong-minded, constantly meditating on stuff like that, it's gonna, you know, put something in you. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's you know, like the word said, uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, you know, and that was a principle that he was saying that if you keep, you know, hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, because we know faith is a belief system, also um, a way of living. Both of those together uh, make up faith. So he was given a principle there saying that the stuff that you hear and hear and hear and hear, that's the stuff that you're going to download into your belief system. And at the same time, you know, carry out. That's why you see all these young people looking like their favorite rappers, saying things that they would say, you know, trying to make music like them, wearing the clothes that they wear, doing the stuff that they do, think what they do is cool. They think everything else is lame. So uh, I went off on a tangent there, but there it is. (laughs) No, that's good, man. You know, all this stuff needs to be heard and said. Uh, you just speaking on death. I'm from a small town called Bahia, Mississippi, and recently, you know, anytime anybody dies in Bahia, we all know about it. 
it's not like <laughs> it's not like Memphis, you know, one of the highest murder rates in um the United States where if somebody dies, you know, it's, it's on the news and then next day it's probably five, six more. But if one person dies in here, everybody knows about it. And we've recently had about 10 to 15 people die in the last three weeks. And that's really unheard of. So in three weeks. Uh. Yes. Yep. And is um, just like what you're saying. It, uh, it's a blessing to be here and really just to, you know, take life seriously. And that's another we- reason we do this, because this is a part of our purpose, you know, being kingdom citizens to go out and spread the kingdom message. Hopefully somebody gets a hold of this change, you know, repents, change the way they think and then uh, confess that Yeshua is Lord. And, uh, you know, you become born again and you're able to live out the king's will. Because once you're fulfilling purpose, you understand that time is no longer wasted. Because, like he was saying, you know, uh, when you die, that's it. Your time up on earth is is over with. And, and scripture even says that a wise man thinks a lot about death. And what that really means is not that you just fearing at all time, always uh, worrying about dying. It's preparing for it. Uh, that's the concept there. Um, I should say the precept is the the idea is that you you're preparing for death because you understand that one day you're you're no longer gonna be here. And we're here to, um, like I said uh, in the opening, live out the king's will and what what his plan is for our lives, and not what we want to do. Um. And as long as we stay focused on that, we'll see how we can be using the earth. And as Octavian can tell you, it's such a fulfilling thing. But um, that's just something that we just have to be mindful of that, you know, and also, what is it? Psalms, it may be 90 and 12. Um, Yahweh teaches us to number our days. Um, and that's very... Impact that was a very impactful scripture to me because that's something I never thought about. I'm like, I do need to know my days because you, you got to understand the the power. In, I, I used to say this often the power in a day because uh, there is so much that can be accomplished in a day, but we just see it as you know, as long as I can get to Friday, as long as I can get to Friday, as long as I can get to you know, Saturday, the weekend, you know, you have so many people living for the weekend, and it's like we just sedated all throughout the week from. Uh, we talked about the entertainment. We let our jobs rule our lives. Anything else that's going on. But as believers, we were called to uh, to dominate the earth, to dominate our circumstances. And we shouldn't let anything get in the way of living out the Father's will for our lives. If we are letting anything get in the way, then we're distracted. And death will come on you quicker than you think. Man, that's definitely true. You know, you sit and talk to uh, older people all the time, and if you ask them, like, you know, how how fast does it seem like you get to that age, and they'll tell you it doesn't take long at all. You know, so it's easy to get, you know, distracted. And we talked about, like, stuff on here before, you know. uh, You know, people like sports a lot. You know, I'm telling you, like, the NFL comes on, and then during that time when when it's about to wind down, you got like March Madness coming up. Now after March Madness, you got the finals. Now after the finals, they probably I don't know if baseball is still going on, but then that'll hold you over until football is about to start, and then the cycle just continues. And 
You know, that's what if you watch ESPN, you know, those people who are like commentators and stuff like that, they seem like they enjoy that stuff. Nonstop action, talking about it all the time. And that's something that, you know, not saying that I don't know those particular people's uh, lives. But what I'm saying is, is that it's something that you can easily get caught in that cycle of just focusing on that, focusing on that, focusing on that. Um, And you can, you know, get distracted. because, you know, just looking myself on my life before I was born again and looking at the things that, you know, would keep your attention and draw your attention uh, up until I got to that point, you know, it was, you know, life seemed like it just, you know, flew by, especially at that time in college. You know, all the stuff you did in college, all the stuff that you entertained and that you was, you know, a part of, you know, that's it. College went by so fast. You know, I remember my first day asking people there, um, you know, how fast does it go by? And they told you within a blink of an eye. And it really did go past within uh, so fast. It was like a blink of an eye. And I look back on that time and I'm like, what can I say that I really did that, you know, here that will really uh, take me off into the future? And if I was honest with myself, I just killed time in college. You know, I just went because I was supposed to. I was ready uh, to get away from home. It was a perfect excuse why. No plan, you know, uh, not looking at the future. All I knew was I was out of, uh, you know, Natchez, Mississippi, away from my family, and I was straight. Everything else would be figured out later. Um, and looking back on it now, you know, sometimes it's hard not to get uh, beat yourself up because you'll want to say, like, man, I should have did this, I should have did that, you know, because the scripture said, with great wisdom comes sorrow. But um, you're definitely right, man, because, uh, like you said, it's, it's not saying that you should fear death and stuff like that, but you know, you should number your days and you should be planning how you're going to do stuff, this and that and the other, because time is short. You know, uh, you want to leave, you know, a legacy, which is saying that you want to do what it, uh, it is that Elohim told you to do uh, so that you could be a light to the world, that you can, you know, show people the power of the kingdom, that you can leave behind a family, uh, a wife. Uh, daughter, son, whatever, showing these people that the kingdom, you know, is true, showing them, you know, the father, it being an expression of the father everywhere you go, you know, having your children, your seed come behind you and do greater than you did in works, you know, that's the stuff that truly matters, you know, people spend all this time, money this, money that, things this, things that, you know, that stuff don't mean nothing when you're gone. The stuff that truly matters is people. How are you impacting the people? How are you keeping this stuff going? Money don't, you know, <laughs> money comes and goes, man. But, you know, people seeing that real you, that inner you, that real power, you know, you know, that's the stuff that truly matters, you know. So, you know, even with, you know, I, I grew up in a town to where people didn't have a lot of money, but the the some of the lessons that I got from some people, those are the things that you truly cherish. You know, those are the things that take you for forever. You know, a ten thousand dollars would could only last so long if somebody gave you that. You know, that's that's just money. Um, but those life lessons, you know, like they're saying, give a man a fish, you you feed him for a day, teach a man a fish, you'll feed him for a lifetime. You know, those are the things that we should be focused on leaving and stuff like that money uh, and things like that you know like the scripture says those things just fade away but uh yeah i'm getting off on tangents but <laughs> but yeah so i agree 
Yeah, and, and that's good, man. Just to touch on one thing you said when you were talking about um, the money and stuff. I was trying to find a scripture. I have it somewhere. But basically, it talks about how money, uh, you make it help me out, how it uh, sprout wings like an eagle and fly away. Um, but basically, yes, as quick I as my that scripture. Yeah, I was trying to find it. Um, but basically, as quick as money is, as quick as money comes, it can leave even faster. <laughs> um, but one thing I think about, uh, when I think about my childhood, and I had to tell this to my dad, like, cause once I got born again, I started to see life totally different. Like life was not the same anymore. I didn't view things because before I just it was all about me. I wanted to have fun all the time. That's all I wanted to do. Play video games, play basketball, do what I wanted to do all the time. But you know, once we get born again, we give up our wills. It's not about what you want to do. It's not about you. It's all for the glory of Elohim. But I um, think he was talking about Proverbs twenty three and five. Do you have it? Uh yes, uh the NIV says, cast but a glance at riches and they are gone, for they will surely sprout wings and fly off to the sky like an eagle. There you go. Thank you, Apostle. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but man, that, that that scripture is very impactful and true. Um oh, and like I was saying uh, about my uh, my dad, like growing up. Uh, my parents didn't start out very wealthy. I think my dad was working like a part-time job. My mom uh, may have been making like $8 an hour, um, but they weren't, that they were living in a house that was given to them. But uh, my dad ended up getting, in, getting I'm sorry, uh, a better job. And by the time I was like two was when he got it. And then uh, like I remember growing up getting everything I ever asked for. Like I asked my dad for this, I got it. I asked him for that, I got it. But just looking back and talking to him, like none of that stuff mattered. Like the thing that mattered to me was the time that you spent with me. I remember my dad coming to all of uh, my basketball games, and I like that's something I can look back and say my dad really supported me there. But I know in uh, when I was in church, I grew up Kojic. Like my dad was never there. Yeah. And he was never there for any of my Easter speeches. <laughs> and like stuff like that is what I remember and what um, I should say that <clears throat> I can recall because I can't remember everything, you know, I may have gotten for a Christmas and different things. We're going to hit these holidays too. Well, I'm going to hit them, Octavian, if that's okay with you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but that that's just something that, um, you know, money could buy all these things, but money can't, you know, always by memories. It can't, you know, find that thing. The things that I remember is like the things my dad taught me growing up. I can even quote some of the things um, when I'm at work sometimes. I'm working on something and I may not be paying attention and I can hear my dad saying, look at what you're doing, son. And so that's what I, <laughs> you know, I tell myself. So it is not about money. And Yeshua even said it. He said, you know, don't worry about what you're going to wear or what you're going to eat. Um, you know, our king, and we've talked about it before, he, we have a kingdom economic system, and it's here to help us. It's here for us to prosper. You know, that's what Elohim wants. He wants us to prosper. But one thing we have to look at <clears throat> is not only, you know, knowing the word, but we also got to look at history and look at where we are um, and, you know, 
what what I'm how am I trying to say this? Um, I mean, look at our surroundings, look at you know our country, and um, just look what has happened and look at what is going on, because um, history will will help us see uh, how finances were transferred and how things are. Um, what should I say? That where they are going. If you don't know what happened in the past, you won't really have a good understanding of how money is being used now. Because if we continue just look at like we have social media everywhere, um, but you don't understand like how people are using social media in order to gain wealth, um, because there are different in- the game industry is one. If you look in in the past, like the game industry was nothing like what it is today. I mean, you had entertainment, but entertainment got big because of television. But now we have cell phones and um, we have access to Internet. So therefore, excuse me, we can now watch any, um, you know, YouTube streaming, Twitch streaming we want to on our phones. Now the video game industry has taken off because you can do that. So you really have to look at that in order to see, um, you know, how, what should I say, the gaming industry has taken off. And then you can see where it's going. So my whole point in saying that is just that don't be ignorant. Yes, it's good to practice the principles, but look at your gift and look how you can use your gift in the earth. Don't, you know, my whole point is not to be ignorant on your surroundings. Everybody today, um, because I know then they use, um, what was it? Their means of exchange was sometimes like fruits, vegetables, uh, livestock. But today, you know, ours is currency. uh, Or I should say, I'm sorry, our currency is, you know, the U.S. dollar. So we use that in order to uh, get things or to have wealth. The whole purpose of us as kingdom citizens in the earth is to prosper not only so that, uh, what should I say, Elohim gets the glory or that when others see us, they see it, they don't see us broke, busted, and disgusted, as I know Octavian's talked about before, but it's also to pass down it. Well, we're here to, we're not to be in debt to anyone. Scripture says, oh, no man, nothing. We are here to thrive in the earth and be able to, you know, Scripture says that a wise man leaves enough um, wealth or money to uh, his children's children. I mean, if you look all throughout scripture <clears throat> in the um, the Tanakh, those people were wealthy. The Israelites, they were wealthy. But it's only today that we look and it's just like everybody's in debt. Everybody wants to do this, do that. And we don't understand how wealth works. If you really look in the past or a history, you'll see that land constantly uh, appreciates. You'll see that um, acquiring houses, the housing market constantly appreciates. So it's just really understanding how wealth works today. Um, but I said I know I kind of went off topic from what I was originally saying. But um, even with that, like I talked about how my dad bought me um, everything I wanted growing up. But I'm like, you know, all that stuff depreciates, you know, toys, video games, unless, you know, you buy a collector's edition and, and never open it. Um but that stuff goes away. Like, I didn't inherit land. I didn't inherit, you know, a home. I didn't inherit anything that I could pass down to my child. I got things that would just eventually get thrown away. But the thing, I, like I say, I do remember, I do hold on to is the teachings and the time my dad spent with me.
So, yeah. Yeah, that's the uh, stuff that truly matters because I've said on this podcast before that um, the teachings that I got from my uncle and other uh, father figures in my life, you know, I even remember those now, like when you said, you know, even when you're at work, you hear your dad saying, you know, pay attention to what you're doing, you know, uh, stuff like that. You know, <laughs> one thing my uncle, it, it's, it, you know, it's amazing. It's true. Like the things that they teach you, you know, you hold on to it, you know, uh, to even, you know, simple things like, you know, I, I remember one day I asked my dad, I was like, hey, you know, I, I see everybody's always put like, you know, gas from Walmart or Kroger and stuff in their car. Why don't you do that? And he was like, you know, I, I don't put cheap gas in my car. It'll break your car down fast. It'll mess it up quicker. So to this day, I, I never go and get gas at like, you know, Walmart. Um, you know, I only get gas at like Shell, Texaco, Exxon. And I'm not saying, you know, it's necessarily true. I haven't done the research for it. But it's just, you know, what my dad ingrained in me, you know, or my uncle always taught me, you know, he was like, never go somewhere that you don't have your own way back. You know, so I I don't like riding with people. <laughs> you know, if I can't drive myself there and leave when I get ready, I'm just going to say I'm not going, you know. So it's, it's those things are things that you definitely do care with you and, you know, stuff like the scripture says all the time, don't, you know, uh, you know, seek for treasures that are like, you know, money, precious jewelry, you know, clothing and stuff like that. Things that, you know, maggots can get to and, you know, destroy uh, and stuff like that. But uh, put your treasures in heaven, you know, in heavenly things, you know, the precepts, the principles of the kingdom and stuff like that. And that's what Yeshua was basically meaning when he was saying, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven you know, uh, Dalek, you know, the principles, the teachings and everything that uh, comes along with it, uh, everything that comes with the kingdom. And then all these things will be added unto you, you know. So that's what's most important, the teaching, uh, the precepts, the principles, the concepts, you know, the things that you put in your belief system, because those are the things that carry you the long way. You know, it, it kind of trips me out when, you know, you see people flexing, you know, like, or trying to say that they're, you know, this and that, that, you know, oh, I got this money, you know, I, I got the latest car, I got this and I got that, you know, and then you will see sometimes people getting these big cases or whatever, you know, you know, the government can like shut your bank accounts down, the money that you worked hard for, you can't even touch it anymore. So what if you, what are you less than a man now? You know, there are people who have literally killed themselves because they they went broke, you know, because they, you know, put so much into you know, what they had, that that was their, you know, God. And their God basically failed them in an instant, so they just felt like they couldn't live anymore. So you're definitely right, man, because, you know, I, I look at my son and I look at my daughter and, you know, yes, I want to leave them inheritance of, you know, land, uh, you know, things that, you know, appreciate, that don't depreciate in value, you know, houses and things like that. You know, it's a, it's a lot of things that I want to leave them. Um, but, you know, there's a scripture that says uh, a father can leave a child um, houses, land and stuff like that. But only a, but a good wife only comes from y'all. Um, so that scripture is basically telling you that, you know, these are the things that a father is supposed to give you. But uh, at the same time, the thing that I really, 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 if I don't leave them anything, is just the kingdom message. Show them who Yeshua is. 
show them who the father is, be a, a you know an image or a, a pattern of the father to them, and then um, teach them all these things so that they can go and live the life that they see me living, um, being a man of integrity and stuff like that, uh, so that they could grow up and be that same thing. Um, so those are the things that really, really mattered to me the most. Those are the things that I really want to get into, into them the most. Um, that's what I want them to remember me for because, you know, I, as every parent does, I plan on leaving here before my children do, you know. So I want to leave them something that means the most so that, you know, they have things that to whatever it is that they want to get, they have the ability to go do it. And, you know, not just sitting here wishing and hoping for, you know, 50 years, you know, praying to Elohim that, oh, I wish I could get this. I need that. I need this. I need that. Like, no, you need you need some some sense and some 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 kingdom message, some some teaching. That's what you need. No, that's true, man. Um, I was recently talking to my mother and I don't know how we got on it. Um I think we got to talking about counseling and I was just saying how people didn't know the word and a lot of things that helps. Uh, and this is really for believers. A lot of things that really help helps me in life is knowing the word, knowing the father's concepts and precepts. Like I'm not getting thrown off because I understand that, you know, the father has a plan for my life is, is written in his word. Um, Jeremiah or Jeremiah, who uh, 29, 11, I understand that, you know, we just talked about I don't have to worry about uh, money or things like that because um, the father, I talked about the king of economic system, he has that for us, you know, Matthew or Matthew Yahoo 6 and 33. Um, but just knowing the word and not only knowing it, but also applying it, and, you know, that's wisdom. Um, application of knowledge is wisdom. And with that, like, there's a lot... Of misconceptions that are going around. I remember watching uh, a documentary about a white supremacist who he used scripture to justify why he was a white supremacist. And all throughout scripture where uh, it reads my people, he considered his people to be his um, his white brothers and sisters. And so it's just so much taken out of excuse me, cunt context and i mean that they did the same thing in slavery um when they would use the word to just they used the word to justify slavery you had um people held in bondage because of what the word said but actually like i said this is for believe believers we're at the stage now where there's so much access to knowledge and so much ease of access to knowledge like i talked about the cell phone and social media before and stuff like that that we really don't have an excuse to be ignorant um but there are so many p believers that don't know the word and don't live it out they just go based off of what they've heard from their past or what people have said based off religion and tradition and i mean they're living broken lives um and as believers you know I used to wonder why I shepherd um, would always call us scholars all the time. He was like, y'all are scholars, y'all are scholars. Uh, Yeshua only taught, you know, the scholars. And I'm like, 
I thought, you know, thinking to myself then, I'm like, the disciples, they, yeah, they were scholars, but they were also around them all the time. I'm like, they were, uh, what was I thinking? They were also like, you know, people that just wanted to be around them. But as I continued to read scripture, I saw that, you know, they were asked questions. Uh, Yeshua would rebuke them. He would correct them. Uh, they really were his students. And as believers, that's one thing that has been taken away is so much of religion, just going to church and it's become tradition. It's become a part of the culture. And we know that whoever can um, control really controls the laws, controls the culture, but the control culture controls the people. There's so much um, of what people are calling themselves today instead of what the scriptures actually call them. You know, you got the scriptures calling us disciples, scholars, kingdom ambassadors, um, you know, uh, children of uh, Elohim or El, um, scribes and things like that. Um, but people like they they'll sit here and just say, you know, oh, you know, we're soldiers in the army, you know, and all these different things that people have. That they'll call some people are actually calling themselves uh, gods and you know pastor. I actually talked about that today, but uh, yeah, it's just so much of what people are calling themselves, other than what they're calling themselves, and that's just religion. Um, more and more, just you know, religion and the different teachings and stuff that people have been given. Um, and it's it's just funny how simple and clean stuff get when you just decide, like, okay. What I'm going to do is, is I'm going to just go in here, read the scripture, let the Holy Spirit, you know, really lead me and, you know, give me understanding of what stuff is. And we'll just go from there. But, you know, I know growing up when I was, uh, you know, you got taught a lot of doctrine before you actually decided, OK, what I'm going to I'm going to go here and get the scriptures for myself. I'm going to read for myself. But really what you came and did was you brought that religious thinking that you had and you tried to, you know, come to the scripture with that type of mindset and everything you read, you basically were going to line it up with that teaching that you are to receive, which is dangerous because, you know, it, it's nowadays it's, it's just so much different teaching and, you know, different denominations and this and that. You really just, and you know, you didn't know any better back then. I know I didn't know any better. You know, I, I read stuff from, you know, a Kojic mindset, you know, the stuff that they taught us, whatever my pastor was teaching. If I read something that seemed like it didn't agree with what the pastor was saying, I'd just be like, you know, well, I, I'm not going to worry about that because I don't want to go against what my pastor's saying. So, you know, you really just limited yourself and you really just, you know, did yourself an injustice, didn't allow the Holy Spirit for the work on you and illuminate uh, to you. And you basically just kept on in your uh, ignorance, in your darkness. And, you know, that's what's really going on today. Um, I think I said something about this a while ago, uh, maybe on uh, one of the Get the Word posts. But, <clears throat> you know, you try to come up and tell, you know, someone who's uh, in a religion, a Christian, you know, whatever denomination they and you try to tell them something that goes against, you know, the teaching that they've been getting. And they don't want to hear anything you're talking about, you know. Well, I just think, well, I just think like, well, I'm. Uh, it's not about what you think. I'm. <laughs> look at the scripture, what the scripture saying, you know, and <clears throat> that's what people are not new, doing nowadays. You know, people say one thing, do another. 
believe uh, say they believe one thing, love another. You know, we can't have that horrible. Uh, I say this all the time: horrible ambassadors, horrible representatives, supposedly of the kingdom. You know, it's it's getting so bad that nowadays uh, the sinners basically just point and laugh and just saying like, if if that's what y'all got going on, I don't want none of that sham. I, I don't want none of that. I'd rather go figure it out myself. I, I, it's plain to see that what y'all doing is wrong, and it's not right. So, um, I just we we going off on tangents tonight, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, because a lot of, it's so much that you can talk about, and you know, both of us under under the teaching that we receive, and it is easy. Um to teach from one sentence really <laughs> um but it's it's crazy how you have believers who will defend uh this culture over the over the word you know we know for instance that you know scripture speaks against um homosexual relations but somebody will claim to be born again and say it's okay you know, that's my friend. You know, nothing's wrong with them. They're a good person. And I know Dr. Larry talked about today was humanism. And when I looked into um, what, well, what, what it made me think of was like Satanists, because I didn't realize that Satanists were humanists as well. Because I know that Satanists' whole philosophy is, you know, just being a good person. It's not about them worshiping Satan. They just see him as a symbol. Uh, someone that oppo- <clears throat> opposes uh, Christianity or opposes uh, what many say God, uh, because it's not about that they see uh, Christianity as a form of control. And for so long, I tried to defend it and say, you know what, they're wrong. That's not true. And looking at it now, I'm like, it is because Christianity was used um, on black people um, during slavery times. To, you know, just suffer now, but, you know, you'll uh, receive your reward in heaven. Um, but the thing is, is like they were living in bondage and being used, uh, raped, molested, tortured, all this. But you tell them it's OK. You just keep suffering. You know, uh, you're going to reach heaven. But, you know, you treat you doing these hellish things on earth. And that was really the pie in the sky. And that stuck with black people. And that's why, you know, we still have this same teaching now in, in most black churches is to just endure, just take whatever punishment you get and however people treat you. And that's why you have a lot of young people now turn away from it because they see it. They see that it's not. Um, it's crazy. It's, it's really what it is. Uh, and that's why you have a lot of people turn to um, humanism, just saying that you know, being good people, treat everybody right, it makes more sense to them. It's logical. Um, and then with that, you have the acceptance of things that are not of Elohim, like we talked about, like I just talked about, excuse me, uh, hom- homosexuality. So, it's a lot of conformity going on because, again, nobody knows the word, and as Octavian said, nobody's willing to read the word and spend time with the Holy Spirit and allow him to illuminate things to your mind. When I first got born again, and I allowed the Holy Spirit to reveal things to my mind, I remember <laughs> going to Sunday school at a college church, and, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, what y'all saying? Not true. 
I'm like, this is not what the Holy you saying one thing, but the Holy Spirit telling me another. And then um, I got a line with uh, our current ship, and I was telling him about it, and he was like, you're right. He was like, that's called illumination. And I was like, man, like I, I'm glad somebody gives it. And there have been other things that I've read the Holy Spirit illuminated to me, and I hear him talk about it. I'm like, so many other people say it's this, but he's right. That's not what it means. And a lot of it has to do with really mistranslations and uh, transliterations. And um, again, people not spending time with the word. And, and we had one guy um, that comes to our ministry every now and then. Uh, he re quote, no, he posted a statement that our uh, pastor said, which was it's more important to know kingdom concepts than it is to um, know or read the Bible. And people just jumped on him, just went in on him. And but the thing is, <clears throat> he he's right. Like Octavian said, if you just reading the Bible from uh, a Kojic Baptist, uh, apostolic, <coughs> excuse me, whatever mindset, then you're missing it. But if you have the right concept, the right kingdom concept before you read scripture, then you'll get everything out of it that you need and you're able to live it, live it out to uh, to apply. You'll have wisdom. Uh, and that's what Yeshua <coughs> had an issue with the Pharisees and the Sadducees that they um he was doing things that they were like, that's wrong. You know, why are you healing people on the Sabbath and, and stuff like that? And Yeshua tell them, you know, it's about a covenant. It ain't got nothing to do with risk. Um, different thing that was just going on. And, you know, he was telling them that they searching the scriptures and stuff like that. He was like, the scriptures testify of me. That's what Yeshua was tell <coughs> telling them. And, and they had missed it. And I mean, they were experts in the um, in the Torah, in the in the Tanakh. They weren't, you know, they didn't have the entertainment that we have today. Um, they spent all type of time studying, but they still didn't understand what Yeshua was talking about because they were reading it with the wrong concepts. They had tradition blocking them from receiving illumination. But today we have the Holy Spirit, which is here to lead us, teach us, and guide us into all truth. Yeah, that was a really um, <laughs> baity uh, for uh, status, I should say, because you know when you say like it's more important to know kingdom concepts than to read the Bible, you know, uh, people would have to understand off bat the difference between scriptures and the Bible, and a lot of people uh, just think that they're the same thing. You know, it's just you know. Uh, you know, tomato, tomato. I mean, it's basically two different ways to say the same thing. So, you know, people automatically get upset, you know, oh, they don't have the, you know, and basically you would just throw away the kingdom concepts part. He's just basically say, oh, something more important to reading the Bible. Oh, oh no, we can't say that. You know, so, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people really got on to uh, him about that. But, you know, the, the sad part about it is people will really come jump on you and won't even try to let you explain you know it's but you know that's just you know we getting closer and closer to that time of you know the antichrist and you know when he come and him putting his image uh and his likeness all over everybody and stuff like that and, and the government forming his own government and if you don't agree with what he doing we getting you up out of here you know so you know you just starting to see the beginning um signs of that because uh, we we definitely are in these last days, but um, what was I gonna say? 
Uh, dang, I forgot. But uh, if you can't, yeah. I was about to say if you can't think of nothing, I got something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I totally agree on that part. It's it's definitely better to know the kingdom concepts. Oh yeah, I know what I was gonna say. Yeah, the Bible was really used to control people because you know with the translations and stuff like that. You know they'll go take they uh they they Bible and translate it into the uh English and just say you see that word right there that says slave you need to obey your masters you know see that's what it say it's like no you just put that in there you know so you, you just get that off and you just put that in there so it was basically yeah used to control people to the agenda that the person who was giving it to them uh was actually I was listening to this guy um talking. <laughs> And he was talking to this guy who was a Christian. He was like, you know, uh, y'all sitting here using the word religion and I can't find the word religion in the Bible. Like, so, so where's all this stuff coming from? Like, 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 where's y'all getting this from? You know, and people are studying, people are smart. You know what I'm saying? I heard someone telling somebody that, you know, oh, it, the Jews, they're trying to bring back Rome. Uh, I've heard, you know, people say, you know, all types of stuff that I'm like, wow, people are really studying and getting this. You know, but they're really only getting it to say, don't follow that. That's trash. But they're not trying to get it to incorporate it into their life. It's like they just want to have some armor uh, or some um, defense for when someone says, like, hey, you know, you need to give your life to Christ. Well, that's a shame. That's a shame. I'm not giving my life to Christ. Like, okay, but with this information you have, what are you going to do besides debunk people's theories? Obviously, you're saying that it's some truth out there other than what these people are talking about. So you need to go follow it rather than just trying to use it to make someone else look bad. That's it. <laughs> and it's completely true because um, there are, are people who um, I've I've asked this question to uh, atheists. I asked them, you know, um. I was like, I know I'm not going to ask you why you don't believe. Then I was saying in God, because I, I was like, I, I'm sure there are a hundred people who ask you that. Why don't you believe in God? Get mad at atheists for not believing in God and stuff like that. I was just like, why are you angry with them? <laughs> and he looked at me and was like, that's a great question. Um, and he just explained about the different things that go on in the world and this and that and that and this. And, you know, how could there be a God if this happened <coughs> or if that happens? Why we allow that to happen? And I'm just like, this is just horrible because there have been representatives uh, that he's spoken to that haven't been able to give him answers or explain the kingdom message to him to explain to him that, you know, different situations in life have nothing to do with Elohim. This was all people. He gave us free wills. So the thing is not to be mad at him. It's to look at society and look at how, you know, the, the culture has been governed. Look at, you know, um, how things have happened and not to, uh, uh, what should I say, not to harbor on them, but to look at them and say, you know what, I want to bring change because that's what we're here to do in the earth as believers. To We're here to be agents of change. Things shouldn't, you know be the same when we leave like i even said we're here to leave a legacy um and if all of us are doing what we're supposed to do um we wouldn't have as uh, many problems and issues in our communities as we do because the, people understand that there's a different government there's a different way of living and if we could really use 
look if look at Shao Paul um and how he went to these different cities and he was he um he had uh the anointing was just on him like people were getting healed just from what was it they were giving him a cloth they would get healed just from uh getting the cloth from him and there were different things happening because he was being a true representative example of the father in the earth he he was teaching that's what he was doing he would go to these different um these different cities and he was teaching he would spread the kingdom message he was get he would establish churches um and the thing about it today is so much of i me me and i and more me um so many apostles people self-proclaimed apostles and prophets and different things and there's no power manifesting because you you're not aligned with the father you align with yourself um and that's really what we have to look at it is to to check ourselves and i really want to get into another point if it's okay with you octavian oh no go ahead man uh one thing that's really missing is accountability like nobody's you know with that again social media Anybody can get online and start a ministry. I almost did it. Um, but I had somebody tell me, you know, you need to be under somebody. And as I was <coughs> reading scripture, you'll see uh, even Yeshua, I even talked about it before, he got baptized into John the Baptist School of Thought. Um, you need to be you need to be submitted to someone, be accountable to someone. Let allow someone to teach you and groom you. Basically, what I'm saying is believers uh, need to have have a mentor who is mentoring you not you know somebody a couple of years uh older i remember telling octavian like when i was talking to him, i'm like i can't help you like um that's when i recommended our shepherd because you need a seasoned believer you need somebody who can help you in life somebody that's been through this you know um and then you know your parents may not always be the best fit for for where i was going in life my parents weren't um so that's one thing. I mean, examples, you got uh, Moshe, Moses, and Joshua. You got Elijah and Elijah. You got, um, who else is there? Moses even sought help from his father-in-law. You, <coughs> you have so many examples of believers who, when they were young in the faith, they were being mentored in order to carry out um what their mentors uh started so is is really and then i know dr larry talked about it today how this kind of i mean that's going away <laughs> basically but yeah yeah i wanted to actually uh speak with him about that for him to give some further explanation on what he was saying today because it seemed like he didn't really want to give too much detail because he really wanted to keep on with his teaching but, uh, yes, accountability is uh, really a big thing. And, uh, yeah, I remember uh, first getting born again and stuff like that. You know, you would I would say, well, I don't need to read the scripture. Well, I don't need to go to church. I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. And really what it was was just, you know, you didn't want an accountability. You know, the scripture said, well, much is given, much is required. So the more knowledge and stuff you have, the more accountable and stuff you are. So. You know, you wanted to be born again, but at the same time, you didn't want to learn these things. You know, you didn't want to learn that you had to stop smoking. You didn't really want to sit there and read that you had to stop drinking. You really didn't really want to sit there and read that you had to do this and that you had to do that. 
because then it would be on your conscience and uh, the Holy Spirit would constantly be convicting you that, hey, you don't need to be doing this. Hey, you don't need to be doing it. Hey, you don't need to be doing other. And people really try to do that because they want to escape accountability. They don't want to be told. They really want to have their cake and eat it too, as the uh, phrase goes. And, um, you know, there's many reasons why people don't want to be up under a ministry. But accountability is definitely one of them because they know somebody, you know, some, uh, uh, our pastor is not somebody who's going to sit here and just try to make you feel good. I'm going to tell you the truth. If you don't like the truth, then you just don't like the truth, you know. And that's what it is. And that's what we need. I mean, it's enough. Look, I could I could sit here and talk about people getting their feelings fondled all day. You know, I I, I can't stand that. I, I I really cannot stand someone who, uh, or just the you know, not I won't say the person, but just the attitude of just you know, I, well, I want to do what make me feel good. Like it's it nothing. Look, this don't it don't matter what make you feel good. If we in a kingdom, you need to be doing what the king tells you to do. He knows what's best for you. And basically, you basically sitting here and saying that, you know, well, I, I'll just let my feelings let me go do what's not best for me, you know, and that's weakness. You know what I'm saying? Just to let your, you know, feelings have their place and stuff like that, but they're not supposed to be leading you and guiding you, making your decisions for you. That's that, you know, there's knowledge, wisdom and understanding precepts, concepts and principles are supposed to be doing that leading you and God. That's why we have his word to lead us and guide us. He, you know, this, this, this feeling stuff, this world, you know, just want to be fondled so much. Oh, it's okay. It's this is no, it's not okay. And if you don't change, then we know where you at. And then that's just how it's going to be. And the father know where you at. And the father, yeah, he understand what you're doing. You know, we Elohim is not some weak chump that you could just sit here and play with. You know, you, you just not go sit here and play with Elohim like that. So if you want to sit here and do what you're doing, yeah, he see you. Yeah, he know. And, you know, it's going to be something that you're going to be talking. You know, and people like to talk about all the time, you know, like, why is it that so we can't go to heaven if he's so loving and this and that? Why can't we all just go to heaven? You know, and it's it's, it's really just simple stuff. I mean, if you ran a kingdom and you said, these are my rules for my kingdom, you're not supposed to do this. You're going to do this. And this is how stuff is supposed to be. But then you have somebody in that kingdom that's basically just saying, okay, you know, forget what the king is talking about. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to live how I want to live. I'm not going to do stuff the way the king tells me to do. You know, you're going to get kicked out the kingdom. Ask Satan. You know, you're going to get kicked out the kingdom. You're not going to live here. You, you, I am, that's, you know, that's how, you know, kings lose their authority. Or that's how people become pushovers. Even parents, you know, you set these rules and this and that and the other, but then your kids go against them, but you're like, oh, I love them, you know, I understand this and this and that and the other, and you just keep letting them do it. Next thing you know, your house has basically turned against the, the, the likeness and the image that you wanted for it. It's simple stuff, but people want to just sit here and be so, you know, emotional and want to be fondled that you just let yourself make bad decisions. And you know, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, 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 I saw my, I know I can um, be a person when I was first getting born again, that I was really extreme, you know? So I was a person that I really wanted to be taught a lot. I wanted to know a lot, you know, I really didn't want to be a person that just was really, really emotional. So when I came into being born again, it was easier for me to 
you know, be a person that's just like, okay, am I supposed to do this? I'll drop that. Okay, this is how I'm supposed to do that. Okay, I'm going to stop doing it this way. So it was kind of easier for me in a lot of areas. And I understand that there are some people, you know, who are necessarily like that. And, it, you know, we understand that this is a process. We understand that, you know, um, changing your life and getting stuff out of your belief system and doing this and doing that. You know, the soul isn't cleansed, you know, at the same time that you are uh, born again and the spirit gets renewed. So we understand that. But at the same time, we have to understand that Elohim knows your heart and he understands if you're really trying to change and you want to get over this or if you're just playing games saying that you want to change. But at the same time, you're really not trying to give up what it is that you're doing. So, uh, yep, that's my two cents. <laughs> That was a whole dollar. Um. <laughs> Man, I mean, they could have got another one too, but you know, we ain't got enough time. No, I understand. Um, you didn't get to bring up a topic. Did you have something that you wanted to say before we close? Um, man, you know, just how we are, man. It's. <laughs> You know, like you said, you get one sentence and then you'll teach for an hour. But yeah. uh, I really, uh, one thing I'll just say is um, knowing our limitations uh, brings peace. Um, and to uh, dive into that, um, I really used to be um, a type of person when I was younger that I used to always hate that people didn't like me. You know, I you know, I, I always felt like, man, I'm I'm not a mean guy. I try to be cool with everybody and this and this and that and the other. And it used to drive me crazy that um people didn't wouldn't like me or I couldn't get them to like me even though I tried to. And um I would drive myself crazy about it. But getting older I realized that, you know, what you're trying to do is something that you can't control. Um, once we get ourselves to a point to where we learn what we can't control then we'll have so much more weight put off of us, so much more stress taken away from us, and so much more peace coming within us. Um, you know, parents are one thing with this, you know, that they try to make their kids be this and be that, and, you know, uh, try to make them, you know, do things that they shouldn't uh, be trying to force them to do because they have their own will. You know, once parents understand that, you know, once you raise your kids and, uh, they get to a point to where they're older and they're getting away. Uh, they have their own wheels and they're doing what they're going to do and they're doing what they want to do. Um, and that's nothing that we can control. And once you figure out like, well, you know, this is out of my hands. You take so much stress off yourself instead of worrying about what he's doing and calling all the time, making sure they ain't doing this and this and that and the other. You know, uh, I know people all the time that stress their jobs because, you know, uh, this isn't provided. This isn't going on. It should be more like this. They're not doing that. You know, my mindset is like, I come and do my job. I do what I'm supposed to do. Uh, I do what they require of me. I be a good manager over the stuff that y'all give me and everything after that. You know, I, I can't do anything above my job. You know, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So all the other stuff that you're stressing about, you know, like, uh, doing courier work and stuff like that. I would stress out so much that just I'm on the road and I'm trying to get somewhere, but then traffic's jammed. You'd get so mad that you're sitting there just because traffic's jammed and you're trying to get somewhere, you know, 
eventually you're just going to have to get to the point to where you learn that like, okay, like so many things in life I can't control. I can't control this traffic jam. I couldn't, I didn't know this was going on. I couldn't control that I'm here. Why am I going to sit here and just stress myself, basically do damage to my own body uh, over something that I can't control? It, you know, and I'm not saying that we should stress over things that we can control. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying it's, it's just an unwinnable war. It's foolishness. And it's something that we really shouldn't be focusing um, so much mental um, work into to sit here and be trying to fix things that we cannot change. And once we understand the limitations and there's certain things like, you know, uh, there's some things that Elohim has given us to do and there's some things that only he can do. So, you know, a lot of people be trying to play God in people's lives and stuff like that. And, you know, end up getting your feelings hurt because you <laughs> this is just not who you are and the power that you possess. So um, and a lot of this, you know, you learn a lot of this in marriage and stuff like that, too. You know, when you have your spouse um, that you want them to understand something or get something or, you know, make them realize something and they might not be in a position to where, you know, they're ready to receive. And you'll get mad and stuff like that, like, oh, they're this and oh, they're that and oh, they're the other. But if you understood that, you know, you are both in a covenant with the most high Elohim, and if he is in them, if the Holy Spirit is in them, the Holy Spirit is the one that's supposed to work on the inside of them, you know, uh, convict them, uh, illuminate things to them and stuff like that. So instead of getting mad, in doing this, why don't you just go pray that the Holy Spirit illuminates their mind and tries to uh, get them to understand what it is that you want them to understand and be done with it. Hello. <laughs> and, and be done with it. Just. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, one thing that I had to say. <laughs> and that was it. Uh, the only thing I got to say about that was uh, I found that out about myself that I was a people pleaser that I always just want to I want to please everybody in the world. And looking back, you know, in high school, college, like that was really that was dumb because you, you can't please people like you saying we can't control them. And now that, you know, I'm born again, spirit filled, I'm only looking to please the father. So how, whatever, however you feel about me, that's you because I'm not looking to harm you. I'm not looking to do anything to you. Um, because you know, scripture talks about that we should love our neighbors ourselves, and that was really talking about believers. But even as somebody who's not born again, you're still a person, you, you still feel just like I can feel, you still, um, can what should I say? My father told me this growing up that if I get cut, I bleed red, somebody else get cut, they bleed red, so. I treat everybody the same. No racial hatred, no d discrimination, no nothing. I mean, uh, scripture even talks about in the book of James that, you know, if somebody rich comes in and you treat them better than somebody who's poor that comes in, you know, that's not right. And our thing is, our even says, to live by the king's laws. Um, then if I abide by that, I won't be in rebellion so i follow it and say and, and i treat them both the same way treat them both with respect and um staying on topic my whole point is like, like i tell you said even with marriage uh i understand i can't control 
my wife, the um, Holy Spirit revealed this to me that, you know, my wife has the Holy Spirit in her just like I do. Allow the Holy Spirit to work on her. I mean, he said it. That once I got that, that ended a lot of stuff uh, that was causing me sleepless nights. Because I'm like, well, I just want her to be happy. I just want her to be this. I want her to be that. Why don't she understand this? And that's not how it works. It takes time. I'm a, We're both, my wife and I are both young. We're both under 30. And I'm like, we still, we're still maturing. And I understand that um, as we mature, that things will start to get easier. We'll get more understanding of each other that, you know, you don't become born again and become um, an apostle establishing 500 churches the next day. That's not how it works. Um, All these things take time. And then, you know, your home is really your first ministry. And so everything I'm learning now, uh, being a husband, being a father, um, is to help me um, when I do things like this, talk about it, you know, on a podcast or talking to people. If I'm not able to have my own house in order, how can I help somebody else get theirs in order? Amen. You know, it starts at home. Um, I tell my wife all the time, I was like, you know, I really don't focus on um, a lot of other things. Because, you know, we're still uh, young in years in our marriage. There's so much more stuff to learn. There's so much more stuff to mature in. There's so much uh, many more areas to grow. Um, there's so many other things to, you know, get established. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm really the type of person I just, you know, I don't, if it's unnecessary, then, you know, let's, let's, let's get it over there until the necessary gets figured out. You know, I, I don't like putting, you know, a lot of stuff on myself. And especially with, you know, being married now, I make that uh, a top priority. You know, uh, Elohim, Vision, Family, you know, uh, those are my main three things. And if those three, three things start getting out of whack, you know, it's time to <laughs> it's time to ease off some other stuff and make sure that this gets back uh, in line. So, um yeah, definitely, man. But that's all that I have. Oh, is it, man? I think we're out of time as well. Okay. Well, thank you guys once again for joining us on another episode of the Kingdom Conversations podcast. We really hope uh, we said something today that can really stimulate thought, um, allow the Holy Spirit to work on the inside of you. And if you're not born again listening to this, we hope that we can uh, shed some light to you. And show you that, you know, we're not about religion. You know, this is actually two people trying to spread the kingdom message um, to uh, show everybody that we have uh, dominion or that we can have dominion in our lives. Be back in our rightful position. If you uh, allow your sure into your life um, and study the kingdom message. So is there anything, uh, one last thing you want to say, Derek? Um, yeah. One thing that the Father has really been laying on my heart lately is that we need to spend more time with him. I, I know I talk about it a lot, but time is one thing that um, would allow us to change. We know that Yeshua, you know, he would spend all night in prayer. And it, it, it'll be really tough to understand not only the kingdom message, but to even understand, you know, the Father, understand the Holy Spirit, understand any, a lot of things that's going on. Um in the faith because you know there are uh, 
there's there's a shift constantly taking place, uh, and we'll miss it if we're not spending time with them. So that's one thing I just want to encourage people in spending time with the Father. Okay, and with that, we'll see you guys next time on the next episode of Kingdom Conversations. Shalom. Shalom.